Hey guys, thanks for coming in early so we could talk about the new intro. Of course, Nate. You know this podcast means more to us than anything in the world. Any extra time we get to spend with you is a blessing from heaven. It nourishes both the mind and the soul. Well said, Brent. That's really sweet, guys, but I know when I've screwed up and last week's intro was not my best work. Don't say that! It was perfect. Another 10 out of 10, as always. No, really. There were some details in your biographies that were just flat out wrong, but I've made the necessary adjustments and I think we're good to go now. We will go anywhere you lead us, Nate. We would march into the very fires of hell. Let's start the show. You're listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate, and I'm a professor at a very prestigious university. My field of study is Garfieldology, with a focus on Mondays and lasagna theory. (laughs) My main hobby is touching warm wax and letting it dry on the end of my finger, but I also invented a special kind of Scrabble where curse words are both allowed and encouraged. My favorite weapon is obviously throwing stars, but every now and then you'll catch me looking at a baseball bat with some nails hammered into it. Speaking of baseball bats, how about you introduce yourself, Brent? There's been a lot of rumors going around lately. People say that I'm not a real dentist and that I don't know the difference between baby teeth and big kid teeth. I just want to say (laughs) categorically that those teeth were messed up before I even got in there. All this misinformation is coming from my rivals who are just mad that I'm fixing teeth so good that people will never have to visit a real dentist again. Follow the money, sheeple. So yeah, I'm a real dentist. I know a lot about teeth and mouths, and there's no law against owning one of those chairs. I'm Nate. Let's start the show. are now doing a podcast we're doing a podcast currently uh this is the north american friends movie club uh in the title of our show it starts north american friends because friends come before movie club it's time for us to do a friend check-in combined with our other most popular segment what hurts brent let's start with you this week how are you doing (sighs) what hurts I, I, in the grand scheme of things, I can't complain. People have lots of issues that are much worse than mine. Um, so I'm doing pretty good, as best as a 40-year-old guy can do. What hurts? The arm came out again. Oh, oh no! Yeah. What um, happened? This is the worst way for it to come out. It's come out... Uh, do, doing a pull up, it's come out uh, opening a shower curtain, it's come out throw, throwing a uh, a dodgeball in front of a bunch of kids at a taekwondo thing. <laughs> it's come out in bad ways. I was dead asleep. My arm was around Melissa. Her alarm goes off at five, whatever, five a.m. for her to go to work. She gets up, and as she gets up, my arm goes up, and pop. (sighs) It is like what I imagine getting shot feels like. Oh, my God. (laughs) To be dead asleep, and then to have an appendage not where it's supposed to be. And I just literally, I just look, the noise I make is, oh, 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 oh. I sound like a monkey. (laughs) And I'm like... Last time I went shirtless to the ER. This now time <laughs> I got no pants, no shirt. I'm like, this that's the thought that goes in my head. I can't walk in the ER in my underwear at five o'clock in the morning. Anyway, I put my hand in a fist and she's panicking. And I put my hand into a fist and I press it into the mattress slowly and it just slowly slides back in. 
Oh, oh my god! And then I lay there, and I when I say sweat, I was <gasps> like, yeah, pale, pasty, sweaty, hot. I know that adrenaline sweat. Yeah, my whole body was like that. And I just lay, and I went back to sleep. And <laughs> I, I <laughs> that's what kind of fucking hardcore man you are, Brent. Yeah, to you it was nothing. You're like fucking nap time, baby. No, no, it was it's something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sore. And then yesterday we're driving and she hits a pothole. And I go up and down in this in the passenger seat and it slides out and slides Ooh, back in. Shut Ooh. up. So that's what I'm dealing with. I got an they- arm that won't stay in. What do you, what can they do? Nothing. There's n- literally nothing they can do. Because the part that keeps your bone in there i don't have anymore because i tore it can you get a new shoulder yeah but that's ridiculous well i don't know if it's ridiculous brett it seems to come out of its socket every I know. day i'm gonna have to see a doctor about it is this the one that you had surgery on already yeah so no, yeah they can't go back in there there's nothing no to i tore the first surgery i tore half of it and then the second surgery was to fix the good part that i tore and then he looked at me when I woke up and said, there's no more surgeries because there's nothing left to, t- yeah, like, to fix. Yeah, you ain't got no no stitching stuff in there. So I'm thinking, like, shoulders are designed poorly. So does your does your other shoulder stay in place? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Is it your, is it your right arm? It's my good arm, yeah. The oh, arm no. That I use everything for. Oh, I know. but you need that for stuff. How you I know. How you stir the cauldron? I know. I was doing the fancy like frying pan thing yesterday where you flip the food in the frying pan and like chefs do. And oh my God, I was like, I could just stir this, but I'm going to do this. And my arm is like, I'm going to come out. Is this how you want to do it? You want your arm? Did you use your good? You have to use your left arm when you do things like that. I tried. I tried to convert everything after the second surgery. I tried to convert everything from right arm to left arm. And I look like a a goofball. No. Yeah. You got to train. You have to go into training. You got to you got to do a lot of demo omelets. Won't like, be doing that. You just get like two hundred eggs omelets all Sunday. Left arm. Here we go. That's right. I tried to like teach myself how to throw left, but I can't be out there oh, throwing that's, my no, left no, that's, hand. That's not happening. <laughs> I look ridiculous. So what hurts on uh, you guys? Yeah, let's. How about you, Catherine? How are you doing? What hurts? My scalp is a little better this week, mm-hmm. and I. Got some new medicated shampoo, which is really just the same medicine that I put on my face so that I don't have zits ever, which is just salicylic acid, but that works. So that's cool. But my face wash is 2% salicylic acid and the the fancy shampoo is 3% salicylic acid. So anyway, um, and the other thing that hurts is that I had to watch this movie, but we'll get into that. I want to be there at this the staff meeting that where they tried the 4% salicylic c- acid and they're like, we got to knock this shit back down to three. They're like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. They all look hung over. Eleanor is a wreck in there. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, what's, w- yeah. What's up with you, Nate? What's hurting? How are you? I'm good. I, uh, I had a headache earlier. I took, uh, ibuprofen feeling great. Oh, good. Yeah. Isn't it nice when it's easy to solve? Yes. I also I'm I'm really stingy about when I do take an Advil, so I feel like it's you know I still get high like the first time. I haven't built up the ibuprofen tolerance. I'm like, take one of those. I'm cooking. You take one two hundred milligram. I don't know, maybe an extra strength. I'd have to look at what mine is. Do you think they missed out on an opportunity to call it ibuprofen? <laughs> oh, like I'm improving. That's good, Brent. Thank you. <laughs> did, you ever, did you guys like ever like get paranoid about like taking medication and then like having a drink and like oh, oh what does but then you think about like rock stars that like shoot up heroin and then I did that accidentally once shot up heroin. No, I got Tylenol threes or something like that, and I thought they were just Tylenol. So I went to a bar because I was feeling better, mm. and then I had one drink, and I was like passing out. I was like, "What is wrong with me?" And my friends were like, "What? Did, what did you take?" And I was like, "Well, I just took some Tylenol." And like, I guess I had it with I don't know. And they were like, "Kate, that's a narcotic." I'm like, "Oh my god, somebody drive me home!" I'm like, <laughs> that shit's strong, man. That's why I don't trust it. 
I the other pain I'm feeling is a bit of guilt for choosing this movie. Uh, Explain to the people what movie you picked, Nate. Uh, the movie I chose is a film called Bean from uh, 2007. It's also known as Bean, the ultimate disaster movie. Uh, oh, I some... watched the wrong movie. I watched the wrong movie. Mate, what? Mm, Did you watch the maybe. holiday one? I watched the 1997 Bean. Was there a painting involved? Yeah. Okay, we all watch the same one. We're all good. It just has okay. multiple titles. It's confusing. Oh, okay. Um, I have a feeling that there was probably like some popular disaster movies at the time. So they tried to hop on the like, I bet that was right when like Dante's Peak came out or some shit. So in 1997 or 2007? There's no way this is 2007. No, 97. Okay. Oh, okay. Did I say 2007? <laughs> yeah. You did. Yeah. I'm like, so, uh -oh. I'm, uh, you know what? I like being a professional podcaster and it's my calling and that's what I do. <laughs> I started to panic. I was like, whoa. No, it does say this. It says Bean, also known as Bean, the ultimate disaster movie or Bean, the movie. Here's what I feel like happened. I, I think I, I focused too hard on uh, trying to pick a movie that, would fit into our theme month, which is April Fools, movies about fools. I picked probably the biggest fool to ever exist on the face of the fucking planet. But the one thing mistake I made was I forgot that we should also pick a, a movie that's good and fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's nice to sometimes, you know, have a mix so we can appreciate the other movies. This is usually the the part of the show where we talk about our our favorite parts so let's 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 try oh no wait this is actually the part of the show where kate is going to tell us what happened in this movie kate describes the plot to bean the movie <laughs> starts out in london england and mr bean rowan atkinson is a security guard paint Per, he's a security guard at a fancy art museum and no one likes him and they want to fire him but the chairman of the art museum won't let them fire him for some reason because they end up selling whistler's mother which is a famous american painting to a wealthy american philanthropist and along with the painting a scholar will be sent over to America to be with the painting for several months. And so the people, the guy, everyone in the art museum doesn't like him. So they suggest that Mr. Bean go because they can't fire him because the chairman really likes him, whatever. So Mr. Bean goes over to LA and meets uh, the curator of the museum that the painting's going to be in, in LA and his family. And, he, Mr. Bean is an idiot and he's, uh, uh, destructive and a fool. And he's, a tr he's such a fool. He's an idiot. He's just like a bad person. Ultimately. No, finish, but yeah, finish. No, 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 got... Keep your commentary. Yeah, you're the right. End. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so he ends up ruining the painting of course um because he sneezes on it i don't know it's just i cannot even with it and but <laughs> uh he tricks people like they think he's a doctor but he's not and long story short it ends up being fine and there's like act a weirdly happy sentimental ending and that's it i don't give a shit uh, that's pretty much correct yeah that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty much correct now well, how come we're celebrating Steve Merton as the jerk for being naive and out of his element, but we're calling this man a fool and an idiot? Because Mr. Bean does not communicate. That is why. Yeah, I, I feel like Steve Martin is a, is a naive child in the jerk uh, who's, who's, who's very stupid, uh, but he's mostly naive. I feel like Mr. Bean is is closer to like loki yes like he's a god of chaos he's very selfish i'm not sitting here saying i liked this movie i have notes that i have to talk about about why i disliked the film 
However, and I'm saying this, and I know everyone expects this is a comedy podcast. This was a dumbass, stupid movie. But Rowan Atkinson should have won an Oscar for his performance. Oh my god! Oh my god! I see no difference between... So you've just invalidated all of your opinions for the rest of eternity. I don't see how I invalidated any opinions I have. I'm with you. With you. This was a dumbass movie. I have notes about why I hate it. I'm just saying that Rowan Atkinson in any Bean role should win Best Actor or Best Supporting Actor. Oscar. I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. The man was given the worst ingredient ever on a cooking show, and he came out with a three-course masterpiece meal. How do you get your head stuck in a turkey? That's not even in this movie. Yes, it, it could, is. It, no, that's a famous well, sketch. See, so here's an interesting factoid about this movie is there was, on some versions of this film a scene where he recreates his famous head in a turkey sketch. Oh, that was in the one I saw. Yeah, but it was cut because the American audiences, they didn't like that. That was going too far for them. They're like, this is unbelievable because we're always doing turkeys at Thanksgiving. We know that that's absurd. It's not absurd. It could easily happen. No, it can't. And that turkey, that turkey would never fit in that, that uh, refrigerator and your head does not fit inside of a turkey carcass. Oh, when they're jamming, they jamming that turkey in the microwave was one of the most disturbing things. I I've literally heard. have a comment on a piece of paper here that says uncomfortable with turkey. <laughs> but I feel like if you don't run the risk of getting your head stuck in the turkey, you're not preparing the turkey properly. <laughs> you have to get in there and get stuff. You have to put stuffing and you have to put herbs. You have to put onion in there, maybe a lemon. He, it, it's just the main point is. Yes, it could happen. <laughs> That's your main point, is you could get your head God. caught in a turkey. 100%. 100%. We, we're working with oils and butters. Things slick up. <laughs> oh, oils and butters. That's no. a good point. I didn't think of that, Brent. <laughs> the whole point of that scene was that he lost his watch, and he couldn't see. He got his little flashlight out and looked in the turkey, mm-hmm. and then he had to put it. He's a fucking idiot. You I cannot. lift that turkey up to get the watch to fall out. The bu- the butter and the oils slip turkey on the head. Holy yeah. Out. yeah, yeah. Now that you explain it, now that you explain it, I get it. Though I'm on board now. You're not thinking about how to get that skin brown. You need oils and butters and fat to make that skin crisp up, and that's where it gets slippery. I uh, I also I put a lot of blame in that scene, especially on the museum director, like. He has to know by now that Mr. Bean is incompetent and there's no way you can trust him to prepare a meal for your boss. Uh, that's you got to get on the phone. You got to order in some Chinese food. You got to order in a pizza. You can't be. Or just have a boundary. Just have a boundary and say, you know what? We got a lot going on tonight. I'm so sorry. Please come back tomorrow. Or like, gee. My wife I, left me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I, he's trying to save face. I agree with what he did was no, right. No, I understand it. But like the reason why I didn't like this movie is because the comedy, I could, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. It's absurd, but it's not like, it's hurting other people. He's destructive. Yes. And I don't find that very funny. Name one thing that Mr. Bean did that was on purpose. Oh, none of it's on purpose. Absolutely it is. He sped up the ride and injured all the people on it. Yeah, that is true. He literally used turpentine on a $50 million painting. He should go to jail. He should be in jail. He should not be on the streets. So far, the two reviews we have for the character of Mr. Bean are, you think he should be in jail, I think he should win an Oscar. (laughs) It is very hard to make someone laugh writing out a script, writing out a joke. It's very hard. We've all done it. We've all tried to make people laugh by writing stuff. The man can make you laugh by not saying a word at all. I didn't laugh one time. I don't believe that. I didn't laugh. 
I wanted to laugh more. I think that was the biggest disappointment to me was I think I like the Mr. Bean performance. I think Rowan Atkinson is really funny, but I didn't, I didn't find enough laugh moments in the Mr. Bean. I wanted to see him slip on some stuff because he's funny in six minute increments. Yeah, it's too it's too long. You put that in an hour and forty minutes. It's just like, oh shit, this is just too much. And this movie like is resolves itself at the one hour mark, and then there's still yeah. another thirty minutes to go. It's like, well, what's going to happen now? I was literally waiting for like a terror. I thought the whole point was going to be there's going to be a terrorist kind of thing, or literally okay. the biggest issue in the movie was he was annoying and the family didn't like the. Yeah. And then the painting thing. And then he did destroy them. But I don't believe that you didn't laugh once. I did not laugh once. Let's play a little game then. Let's play a little game. I wrote down (laughs) the very few things that I laughed out loud. And we'll talk about them and see if you actually did find them funny or not. No, no, no. I did think one thing was funny. Okay, what was the thing you thought was funny? I don't remember, but it was at the very beginning. And I think, I don't know. I don't remember what it was, so it must have not been that funny. I'll go first. The very first, one of the very first scenes, the the noise he makes with the electric shaver on the nose? Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Oh, I remember what I laughed at now. Okay. It was him blowing his nose. I was going to say, was it him blowing his nose? It was him he blowing does, his nose. He was really very silly about blowing his nose. And then the one piece of tissue was breathing in and out of his nostril? That wasn't that funny to me, that part. So you just found the, the nose blowing? Just the sound. Just that I know he was making that noise with his mouth. He was deliberately being an asshole. Like that. I don't think that's just... Okay. I just... People... Make funny noises when they sneeze and cough. I know plenty of annoying sneezes. No, that is obviously someone faking blowing their nose. Oh, uh, you think he was faking to annoy the girl, the the secretary? One hundred percent. Oh, okay. So this is interesting because we actually do have a deeply divided interpretation of Mister Bean's character. Mm. Like Kate, you think this is a malicious actor? This is like basically a sociopath. Absolutely. Like, yeah, out in the world, purposely causing stress. I I look at this man. I said, "This is the dumbest man I've ever seen in my life." This man has, doesn't have a clue. But is he just is he grifting me and Brent into going along with his little sick game? No, I would argue that he has a teddy bear that he sleeps with at night. Well, let us know in the comments, guys. Hashtag Beans Fiends if you think Mister Bean <laughs> evil. <laughs> When he was on the plane flying from London to uh, America, the kid mm-hmm. that was next to him that was sick, yeah, that was the sickest looking kid I've ever seen in my life. Literally, whoever did the makeup was just nailed it. He looked when ET is laying dead in the ditch <laughs> of in the and half his arm is soaking in the water, and it's a different color because it's all soggy, and he looks fucking dead. That this, that kid looked like whoever did the makeup nailed it perfect. Mwah, loved it. That kid was the sickest looking kid I've ever seen. He looked like. Did you did you watch Chernobyl? Yes. yes. The, the people that were <laughs> laying in the beds dying of the, the poisoning. He had radiation poisoning. That kid should have been right next to them. Oh, that show was intense. That was a good. That was so much better than being Ooh. that show. No, but let's let's not rule anything out yet. When he reached in for the gun on the the walkway, okay, that was sociopath. One of the most insane scenes I've ever seen in a movie. So obviously pre nine eleven, this movie yeah. <laughs> like to do that in an airport and be like, wouldn't this be funny if a guy pretended to have a gun in an airport? Oh, he would be mowed down. No, he wouldn't. He's white. He wouldn't have been shot. Ah, very good point. Tasered him, maybe. The but the the. I I have we're, I feel like we're gonna I have plenty of more things that I hated about that I want to talk about, but I I have some ones that I like. Yeah, you go for the next one. <laughs> I uh, 
when he wets his crotch, okay, that's funny. I got but, piss gag. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Piss gag P- piss is always funny, plays. Piss gag that, always plays. That and who knows? Maybe that was the first piss gag. We're gonna have to get some piss gag historians. No, piss on gags here. has been around for. 70s you think there's piss gags in the 70s no but there's no way bean movies got the first piss gag for those listening it's when mr bean accidentally sprays some water on his crotch and it looks like he peed himself we've all been there we've all been there sure but then he acts like he's trying to have sex with the hair dryer like that's very odd no like what no I like no. how Nate and I said the word piss gag at least a dozen times in 45 seconds and Kate interrupted us and then thought, no, let them cook. Let's see, <laughs> let's see where it's going to go. <laughs> I find that very odd, Kate, because you love absurdity. This is not absurdity. This is someone that either I don't I don't know. I I. I, I'm feeling a little bit of anger. Mm, I can tell. He disturbed you. Yes. I did not find it funny. I thought it was annoying. But, you know, I don't think you're wrong because that is how every character in Mr. Bean's life reacts to him. Like, there's no there's no scene where there's like, oh, and here's Mr. Bean's friend who understands him. There's just wreckage. Nothing but wreckage in his past or future. Because no one gives him a chance. <laughs> they, he let him live in his house for three months, which is he a thing we have to talk to about. Represent, he went to be. He was representing the art museum. He was very unqualified to do that. He was set yeah. up for failure from the get go. Set him up for failure. I will say that's true. Oh, but I was going to say the funniest part of that pee scene is when. He goes to wash his hands again at the, after it's all done and sprays more water on himself. That yeah. was very humorous. That, that was the funniest part of that scene. <laughs> Here's another funny scene. I will give him this. When he was just like wanting to hide that pee and looked at the uh, – was walking very closely behind the guy. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> funny. And then when he's like walking around the fan as it oscillates, that's that pretty that funny. Was funny. The best thing to do when you do that is just come clean and say, this is not piss. Yes. I just had a little bit of water. Yeah, I think a lot, a big part of this movie is that people are are afraid to admit when they made a mistake. Thank you. And it snowballs. It really snowballs. That should be the lesson that everybody who watches this movie takes. It's like, hey, if you get into if you get in a hole, stop digging, man. You you got to reach out to your friends. Here's another here's another thing to take from this movie. If you have Burt Reynolds in your movie, have him on the screen more than well, I feel like they got exactly as much as Burt Reynolds was willing to participate in this That's movie. That's a good point. They had Burt Reynolds for a half a day. Yeah, he was like, I'll come in one We're going to do an outdoor shot, and we're going to do one indoor shot, and that's it. That whole scene was the part of this movie that hung me up the most, and there is a lot of ridiculous shit in this movie, including Mr. Bean reaching into a a human person's stomach and pulling out a bullet. (laughs) But, okay, there's a – Burt Reynolds plays a general – uh, a general for the American army who donates 50, 50 million dollars to the museum. Where the fuck did Burt Reynolds get 50 million dollars? That's Kuwaiti gold. This mm. is 1997. He, absolutely. He, that's Kuwaiti yeah. gold. That, that is absolutely using. Middle East money laundering. <laughs> like this man is a fucking war criminal. <laughs> I, I think a better script would have. I bet you would have liked Mr. Bean in a different story. I think this story did Mr. Bean zero favors. I bet you're right. I think if if it had been more about him, like Mr. Magooing himself all around, like he's just a fool. And no matter how much people try to help him, he he can't be helped. And he always makes a mess of things for himself. It's the fact that he like ruins everybody else's lives. That's like, like I heard, I watched an interview with Rowan Atkinson and they're like, do you like Mr. Bean? And he's like, Oh my God, no, he's a horrible man. Do you like Mr. Bean personally? No, no, I don't. I think he's a, I think he's a, he's a horrible man. Really? I mean, (laughs) I mean, funny to watch, but you've got to keep a polite distance. Like, like he seems understand that he's like oh he'd be fine if he was in someone else's house and you could look through the window that that but not in your house like exactly can we talk about all the parts that i hate about this movie 
and I I want to know if you if I'm just being like the Tisker or if you guys would agree that this is I have a feeling you're going to have some compatriots here. Okay, good. Um, The thing that got me hopped up right away. Did everyone else hate the wife? I. I, (sighs) Did I like I didn't like I didn't like her. I didn't like I didn't like her. I didn't like her. I didn't like her face. I didn't (laughs) like I didn't. It was, she's like the most 90s mom. Like she has the same haircut. She's Leslie uh, Nope's mom from Parks and Recreation. That's who she is. Oh my God. That is who she is. She's Marlene something Nope is her name. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like her. I didn't like her at all. (laughs) They didn't give her anything either. Much like like Mr. Bean didn't, was set up to fail. The the husband was set up to fail. He, He, no one gave him a chance. She right away said, no, we're not having this doctor spend three nights at our house. It was supposed to be three months. Three months at our house. That's a lot. That's a that's a long time to have somebody in your house, man. With children. First of all, it's a it's a stranger. No one knows this man. They didn't even that he did research on him and couldn't find anything. And you have children in your home. Like, no, thanks. No. Yeah, that's my next point. The family. Why are they? Why is he sitting around asking the kids? Is it okay? Because <laughs> that's a good parent. So I have to go to my kids now and ask them every little thing I do. Is this a good idea for dad to do? I feel like they also set up that character horribly to fail because there was my favorite part of the movie includes the dad where he finally like snaps. When Mr. Bean shows him how he drew the face on the painting and he like yes. absolutely loses his fucking mind. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, oh, Jesus. God. Oh, Mary, mother of Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. Wait a Why am I worrying about this? You did it. All I have to do is go out and tell them what happened. Firing was not enough. Let's prosecute you for negligence. Then I go to jail. My wife leaves me. My daughter becomes a prostitute. After that, I was so disappointed because I was like, that guy is so funny when he's freaking out. This whole movie should be Mr. Bean causing trouble and that guy freaking the fuck out about it. And then he calms down a little bit and then Mr. Bean fucks something up and then he just goes to 11 and loses his fucking mind. Like that would have been a great movie. I loved that guy. This movie would have been perfectly fine without like the wife and children. Like if he was just a guy whose life Mr. Bean was ruining, then you'd also be like, ah, it's okay. He's just ruining this dumb dumb's life. But you're like, he's ruining a family. He's a home I know. I, they just had to up the ante. The, so, they made the wrong. stakes more. Yeah. <laughs> and then the poor kid turns into Mr. Bean. <laughs> I like that part when he was wearing the Mr. Bean costume, though. That was pretty funny. That was funny. I turned yeah, it on, and I was like, this is going to be terrible. Going in, this is going to be terrible. But then the character, the dad, oh my god, it's Renfield. And I thought he was Renfield from Bram Stoker's Dracula, but he was actually Renfield. Dracula from- didn't love yeah. it. Because the minute yeah. I saw him, like halfway through this movie, I was like, I should have picked Dracula dead and loving it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dracula's a fool, too. I was like, this guy, I liked him. But he was, it was just, it was just so 90s. It was annoying. Uh-huh. I haven't seen that guy acting much, but I bet you that guy's like killing it on Broadway. I bet he's he, done a lot of Broadway. He was in one of my favorite movies ever, Ghostbusters 2, as the art person in that too. Doctor. Yeah. yeah. He was like the, yeah. He was the one that got entranced by the, guy in the painting at ghostbusters 2 i've never seen ghostbusters 2 are you fucking kidding we have we're gonna do it on this that's the one with the painting sure. right this whole yeah every this guy's whole movie career is about paintings um <laughs> yeah he, he should play his two most famous roles were being um possessed by an evil spirit dracula's renfield and the painting in ghostbusters 2 yeah, I really wish I'd chosen Dracula Dead in Love. And Why it. are you guys keep... I've never heard of that movie in my entire life. 
Oh, it's Mel Brooks, Leslie Nielsen. Oh, it's one okay. of the dumbest. Yeah, it's really good. You know, oh, Leslie Nielsen. Done a Leslie like, Nielsen. I know. Movie. I was like, I almost chose Mr. Magoo, but I'd never actually seen it. But I was like, Leslie Nielsen's in it. I know he's a fucking fool. But we can talk about how the turkey was uncomfortable, right? It was one of the most disturbing David Lynch ass things I've ever seen. Is them shoving that turkey in the microwave? It, that as soon as he pressed in on the thigh. It made uncomfortable. me uncomfortable. And then when he was sitting there talking to Mr. Bean and all the guts were hanging on him, I'm like, this is this is not right. They're just barehanding it and then touching the microwave buttons. That's how you get salmonella, man. They were, it was a heavy-handed way to squeeze the turkey joke in. <laughs> Are you laughing at heavy-handed? And who actually thinks it's going to cook that way? And Mr. he says, Bean what does. do we need 30 minutes? He says, 30 minutes? Like, that's how long you put it. No, you would need several hours in a real microwave. Sorry. That, I don't want to get turkey in. that size? Yeah. That also, that turkey's way too big for that family. Unless they're having like 20 people Thank over. You. What the hell Thank are they you. doing with that turkey? Well, he said, he kind of at least said that that's for Thanksgiving. Yeah, they probably have a big fit. Everyone do their Mr. Bean thing. Everyone say, Bean. <laughs> bean. Bean. I actually kind of do like Mr. Bean's low voice. Where I was like, it is kind of funny when he talks really low like Bean. that. <laughs> that. That part was I, funny. I also do like when people call him Bean. Like yeah. Mr. Bean is funny, but just calling a man Bean, I'm like, ah, I do kind of like that. When he calls him doctor, when he introduces it to the family, he just goes Bean. That's good. That's good. That's comedy. That's good stuff. Um, the row, row your boat crocodile thing. When did that happen? Like when I've never heard that version. No, me neither. Maybe that's English. No, the that, drunk that... American saw it too. Uh, we're gonna, you know what, UK listeners, even though you're specifically not allowed to listen to this podcast because you're not from North <gasps> America. Oh no! You must tell Gosh. us. Yeah. You must tell no, us. No, we truth. need them. We need them. Um, I have another thing I want to talk about. It's kind of dumb on me. When he ruined the painting and when he sneezed on it and then took out his napkin or his tissue, whatever, to wipe the, the snot off it and it turned blue. Yeah. yeah. My brain thought, oh, that's a security feature. So the painting on can't the be painting? ruined. Yeah. <laughs> that the, the painting can't that's... be ruined by put. Uh, yeah. You know, when someone pees in the pool, it turns blue, that thing. That lie. Yeah. That's what I thought. You're... Your brain is a wonderland. It is. And I thought, oh, and then he, he showed the pen. Do you think that's a lie? The pee in the pool thing? Oh, yeah. That's definitely a lie we tell children. I've tested it thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> it's all sterile. Mm, I, I really want to say this to the adults listening to this show. Don't pee in the pool, you guys. I've never. I've never. No. What about the ocean? That's different. Yes, in the ocean. You could shit in the ocean for all I care. All the fish are. Why can't I? Yeah. I can't wait. When I go to the beach, I literally cannot wait to get in there and pee. <laughs> and everyone knows what I'm doing it too, because I'm st- I'm just standing there. And yeah, I got you're smiling. smiling. And your Nodding. penis is in your hand? No. No. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even submerge. He, no. just goes, he goes in knee deep. <laughs> He's trying to hit a fish. <laughs> no, you just get above waist and you just let her go. You, I, I've had conversations with my closest friends while peeing in the ocean. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Great. Yeah. Good. No, it's yeah. fine. It's salt water. That's the most sterile thing on earth. Yeah. I know they're doing it. Like, it's like adding a drop of urine and it's nothing. It's diluted right away. Plus, it washes away. That's what the currents are for. Yeah. Listen, anybody that's and women too are going to go, oh, girl, you're all peeing in the ocean too. Yeah. Don't lie. Those bathing suits have seen things that. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about this subject, the next part, this is for Nate, maybe Catherine too. When he's recreating the painting to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And he puts the underwear on his head, mm-hmm. and he sticks the flashlight in the flap. Yep. It made me start to think. What's the flap for? I think they, I've been wearing they, underwear for forty years. Yeah, they act like you're supposed to pull your penis through there, but that's, that's what it's for. No, if I was ever in a public restroom and I saw a person use the flap. 
No, I've used the flap at a urinal, at a crowded urinal. I've used a flap. I don't think I'm like unbuttoning, pulling down. Otherwise, yeah, are you showing off your pubes? Like, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm I'm keeping the pubes con, concealed at a busy. No, I've used the flap. I've used no. the flap. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. There's That's no why Brent sits down to pee. Brent goes in there. He goes five year old full belt to the ground, <laughs> <laughs> arms on the hips. <laughs> just I just I ass. think the flap is. It's perverted. Yeah, I, I look. I sometimes I'll flap. Sometimes I'll 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 push and pull. You know, push down, pull. No, up. it's the whole act of like reaching in. Push pull. down, pull up. Yeah, you push you you push down the front of the underwear and pull up the, uh, you know, the thing. equipment. <laughs> the equipment. That's what you. That's so what you do. A little peekaboo game. Yeah, you well, do a little push down, pull up. Yeah, hanging it over the fence. <laughs> hanging over the fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dangle your legs on the balcony, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> please, please try this. Uh, you go under your underwear. You go down. <laughs> okay, like, sure, oh, sure. Oh, like oh, go through the leg hole. Yes. Go through the leg hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's asking an awful lot. No, yeah. you're showing off. He's uh, going to have to do a lot of bunching. You're yeah. going to have to do a lot of bunching. I'm not wearing boxer briefs that day. But then you say, not bunching these at all. Yeah. <laughs> these, that no was, wrinkles that... in these undies. It's... You go home with a girl and she's like, damn, these look really bunched up, dude. Like... No, 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 it's cold. Why, why is one half of your underwear all wrinkled? <laughs> That's not the part... I don't know, but that's not the part I pee out of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the flap is just like a weird magician thing. It's gross. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to reach in and look, watch what comes like in. A it's a secret pocket. Yeah. Hide something uh, gross. Yeah. Okay. That's my – oh, I have one more thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it bras? No. <laughs> what do bras do? <laughs> if we're going to be on, if we're if we're being honest, there's no need for museums. No, I just I couldn't disagree more. I agree with Nate. We have the internet. I no, can look at any painting or statue no, I want good. right now. It's a completely like, different experience. Here's, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. You go to a museum, it's going to be about 90% bullshit. Like, for real. Like, 90% yeah. bullshit. But then you're going to see some shit that blows your fucking mind. Like, I can see yeah. it on the internet. No, no, it's not the same. Like, well, I, I saw this Van Gogh painting once. It was a special kind of color that I'd never seen before. I was like, "Oh, why don't you fucking marry it then?" No, I, if, I, if I could, I would. <laughs> God, I made myself laugh every That's time. A back. Yeah, That's every a time. Back. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like you can see any painting. No, it any looks good. Statue. Uh, it's cool, but you gotta if you see it in real life, you're like, "Oh, my eye never saw that color before." That's special. It's a special. You didn't moment. see a new color, Nate. Yeah, I saw a new color. You didn't see. I a did. new Color. I saw this a new yellow. Your, your I saw a different yellow. I saw a new one. What kind of yellow was it? It was it was really yellowy, darker light. It was a, it was oh, middle. It was it was gold. It was bright. It was vibrant. It so was you a saw special bright yellow. gold. Yeah, no, it was special. It was a special yeah. one. I'll remember it forever. So it was cerulean. Uh, That's green, hold isn't on. it? No, Sounds cool though. Someone so Google in cerulean. the. So the Nelson Atkins Art Museum in Kansas City has one of Monet's Lily's paintings. And you look at it on the internet, and it's a beautiful painting. And you stand in front of it, and this fucker's like 25, 30 feet long, 7 feet high. And you're standing in front of a master. You get a feeling. It's like a spiritual experience. Mm -hmm. Like going to a museum is kind of like going to church but like in a different way like, better a better way it's the best of us the best of art cerulean is blue yeah Cerulean's see blue. that's why you don't think museums are important i didn't say they're not colors. important I, I didn't say they're important i'm talking about the majority of the people in this world do not need to go fly to france to go to the louvre just, I, I wouldn't disagree. Like it's very elitist. That's not what your argument yeah, was, very, though. I'd like to see a more. Uh, I'd like to see. Well, one, I'd like to see everybody return all their stolen shit. That would be like a good start for museums. Like they really, most of the museums is just like uh, fucking 
like a safe house for some criminals to stash their expensive stolen goods. Like I think all museums should give back all the shit they stole. And then if you got your uh, own shit that you paid for, then that's cool. Especially if it's uh, really nice yellow, you know, really gets you going. Oh, I, I, maybe you guys are right. Maybe because you know what? I've never been to a really cool museum. I never saw anything really cool. So maybe I don't have that connection with the history of it. And I just think it's at a hand. Like the Whistler's mother painting is not anything cool. Uh, that wouldn't be my 50 mil. That's not what I would spend my 50 mil on. Yeah, I wonder how they chose that one. It's probably the only estate that would let them use it. I think this movie was trying really hard to sell Mr. Bean to America. So it really leaned on like American art and he's in the US, but they didn't go far enough. Like they should have let him crocodile Dundee it up a little bit more like, oh, he's he doesn't understand how this place works. I just did a quick Google search and I looked up the the painting and there is a whole section on how that painting was used in World War One for recruitment for Canada, urging men to enlist in the Irish Canadian Rangers. For to protect your mother? Yeah, it's like family values mm, that were show me a picture like, of my mother then. <laughs> <laughs> my whole point of that was the amusement park was the right choice. When they went to the amusement park? Instead of going to the museum, yeah. Oh. Like, I would choose a amusement park or a museum any day. Yeah, I think me too. It's you can't you can't Google a roller coaster. No, it's pretty fun. Yeah. But then also Mr. Bean seemed like he was bored by it. He had to make mm-hmm. it super extreme. That's the only part where I d- you said that earlier where Kate said that you hurt everybody by jacking up the ride. You're right. I didn't like that part. That seemed nefarious. Oh, he was it was impish. It was it was very impish, and I think everything else was just out of being naive and no life experience. Yeah, I still want to give Mister B. I want to say his his uh, malice comes from stupidity and not from being just evil. But mm. there's he's 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 riding a line where I don't think Kate is crazy for saying uh, this guy might be the worst human to ever live. The plot on Wikipedia says that he's well-meaning yet clumsy and destructive, mm. and I disagree with that. It's I don't that think well-meaning. he's well-meaning. Yeah, Mm-mm. he literally yeah. saved the day in the end. He saved a family. He saved a, a painting by accident, though. And that's another thing that supports my theory about museums are bullshit. No one can tell the difference between a poster and a painting. Mm, but a he put point. the eggs on it. That's he you're did. forgetting that he put the eggs on it and the white nail polish. Let's move on to our next segment. The Mr. Bean Quiz. This is going to be an easy win. This is, no, it was actually so hard to actually try to figure out questions from this because all it is is a silly man, like, making faces and walking into shit. Uh, It's his (laughs) nose and his big forehead that are funny. (laughs) And that voice. Bean. Uh, Question number one. This is a short quiz. We don't have too many questions. Uh, what is the name of the art gallery in Los Angeles that Mr. Bean goes to work for? Go ahead, Kate. You go first. Ladies first. Stanley something. Stanley Garrison. I'm going to say it's the Grierson. Brent is correct. It is the Grierson. Bean. I literally have this pulled up in front of me, but I'm not looking at it, so... I should get a point for not cheating. He's heating up. I think you should change all of it for to bean. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Bean. <laughs> bean. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, okay. Next question. How much did Whistler's mother cost in the movie? 50 mil. 50 million. You're both correct. It was $50 million. And then I was going to ask a question that was like, what is it worth today? But it was really hard to figure out what it was worth today. If anything, it seems like it's worth less than Uh, that. It should be. Which is a burn for this movie. A burn. They really overpaid for that painting. 
Um, John Lennon used a self-portrait based on Whistler's mother for the cover of what 1975 album? I just read this and I don't know. Would you like some multiple choice, guys? Mm -hmm. A, give me some truth. B, instant karma. C, shaved fish. D, working class hero. Brent, you go first. I'm going to say instant karma. I'm going to say give me some truth. Oh, Nate gets a point. Oh, what is it? It was shaved fish. That's dumb. Ew. That's gross. What famous movie critic said the film's runtime of 90 minutes was, quote unquote, too long? Gene Siskel. And I'll say Roger Ebert. Bane. Catherine is correct. It's a tie game. It was 50 50. It was 50 50. Catherine ties it up. Okay, so now we're going into bonus round. What was the domestic box or the total box office for this movie? $17 million. My answer are we doing international? Yeah, like every total, yeah. I know this because I looked it up and I couldn't believe it. $250 million. Yeah, that's correct. This movie made $250 million. It's the on... highest grossing movie we've done. <laughs> maybe maybe I don't sound so foolish after all. Yeah, no, Brent, <laughs> Brent the world agrees with you. Yeah. <laughs> Two, this movie cost $18 million and made $250 million. That's probably more than some Marvel movies. So made, what would you, what side crazy? would you rather be on? Make Waterworld or make Mr. Bean. Oh, if I'm investing, I'm gonna take that bean money. Bean. I'm gonna get that bean money. <laughs> I'm gonna get that bean money. That's oh. funny. Catherine, excellent victory. Thank you. I feel good about that. Are you guys ready to give this film a rating? I'd love to. Uh, the first category is the script for this film. Out of 10, what score would you like to give the script for this film, Catherine? I'm going to give it a three. Because it was written. And probably the words were spelled. And there were characters. I'm going to give it a four. Because it was terrible. <laughs> but I feel like the people who wrote it were just given like, we don't care how... You get Mr. Bean to put a turkey in a microwave. Just make it happen. <laughs> yeah, that def- and they—that was it. Yeah, I—I I, I will give, I will give this script a five. Uh, uh, I like to give high rankings for things. So to me, a five is rough. Uh, out of out of every way a movie should go wrong, the script should should be the first place where you're like uh oh something's bad something bad's happening here let's fix this but an eight five is a brent too yeah, yeah that's 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 a rough script and i think that gives it a four for script mm-hmm. uh the music in this movie what do what do you give music and soundtrack for this film i didn't notice any so i'm gonna give it a five i only remember there was I don't remember any music from the movie except for one song where they were going to the music park. <gasps> what song was Randy that? Newman, I Love L.A. I, I take it back. He gets a six because I did like that song. So I'll give it a six. No, I think you're wrong. The very first music park, not the second one. The I Love L.A. is when they're riding in the convertible the second time. I don't remember the, the first song. I have it pulled up here. It has the songs yeah, on look- it. Yeah, you're gonna have to picture of you by boys to Bo Bozoin Bo Boyzone. I get around by the Beach Boys, walking on sunshine by Katrina and the waves. Yesterday by Wet Wet Wet. <laughs> What's what? That's a terrible name for a band. It should have been Collusion was definitely open up for Wet Wet Wet. What uh, do you give this rating, Brent? The fact that I'm struggling right now, I'm giving it a, a four. I can't remember the one Beach Boy song that was on it. I know it was Beach Boy song. It's a four. 
Um, I'll give it a five. So 14 divided by three. 4.6, repeating. The art direction in this film. Mm. You mean this art film? Yeah. Something I did enjoy was just how freaking 90s this movie was. Yeah, that purple shirt. Oh, yeah. Brent was talking about the purple shirt. Yeah. And the, and the architecture. House. Yeah. And the architecture yeah. of their house and of the art museum. So I'm going to give it a six. I struggle because it is 90s. And that was what was in back then when it came out. But now that we look at it, it's terrible. <sighs> I was telling Nate about how the conference table in the boardroom was the the thing painters use with the put their paint a on a palette. That's it. <laughs> well, I don't know why I str- I blanked on that. Yeah, a palette. Um, do they want to go nineties? He's so old school British. You're overthinking it. It's, uh, I'd say seven. I think they at seven. I hated it. I hated every part of it. It was. It looked so cheap. Uh, yeah, but is it what they were going for though? That's where I struggled. Like I, hated I don't know it too, why but... they're paying to license the song yesterday, but then it looks like someone cut cardboard sign for that virtual reality thing at the carnival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> Who made that? My cousin? Like, I'm gonna give it <laughs> a five. 18 divided by 3 is 6. And comedy. Oh, we're going to have some wild differences here. Uh, as a comedy movie, how many points do you give this film? Are, is this also, does it fit the theme? That's a different No, category. it doesn't. Yeah. That's a different category. Okay. <sighs> I'm giving it a 2. No, I'll give it a 3. It gets a 3. I'm going to be stepping outside the box. It's a different type of comedy. I'm going to give him, him, not the movie, the character, an eight. Well, is that the score you're giving? Eight. I wanted to laugh a lot more. Uh, I think this movie would have been a lot more tolerable to me if there was a lot more uh, gag that were funny. Uh, like the gun thing in the airport. I didn't think that was very funny. There wasn't any moment where I was like, that, this that, is... <laughs> that got me. That got me. Uh, so I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five. Uh, so 16 divided by three is 5.3 repeating. Finally, for our theme of April Fools, what score would you give on this foolish movie? It was very foolish. So I'm giving it an eight. Um, it was the epitome of foolish, but it also mixed in some themes I didn't enjoy, um, like the mother. Um, <laughs> I will give it a seven. I would say, unfortunately, this is a 10 in this category for me. Uh, this man is one of the biggest fools I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I disagree. He was naive. This man's a fool. <laughs> And maybe an evil fool. So that's a 25 divided by 3 is 8.3 repeating. So now let's do a little clickety click on the old calculator here. Clack at a clock. We got a 28.2 total oh, score damn. for Mr. Bean. Ouch. 28.2? Yeah. Whew. I'm keeping track. Let's hope this is the worst rated movie we ever watch in our movie club. Uh, I've learned some lessons. I've learned some lessons about choosing movies and I'm going to put more thought into my next one. We should have like a, like the worst. Yeah. uh, We should. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. We should do a month where it's like the worst movies. (laughs) And there should be a punishment for the people, the person that picks the worst movie. Oh, Okay, I don't, I don't hate this because I'm definitely going to lose this year. So me saying this is a good idea isn't like throwing you guys under the bus. Like, like every three months, there should no. Be at like, the end of the year, okay. we got to do who picked the worst rated movie, and they have to. Okay. We'll, we'll think of some funny punishment. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, 
Okay, let's do our final segment, which is if you liked this movie, what movie should you watch? Um, I'll start. Uh, I the movie I halfway through this I I think I wish I'd chosen this movie. Uh, we talked about Dracula Dead and Love in it earlier. I wish I'd picked that one, but a movie that's actually funny f- with fools and really good physical comedy is called Mouse Hunt. Have you guys ever heard of Mouse Hunt? Yes, uh-uh. Whoopi Goldberg. No, I'm not sure. It's Nathan Lane. For, oh, this was '97 too. Oh my God. We could have had we could have had so much fun. This is Nathan Lane, Lee Evans, Christopher Walken. Uh, they these brothers inherit oh. a house, and a mouse just causes all yeah. kind all kinds yes. of trouble. I was thinking a rat race. I would say if you do want to watch like physical goofy comedy full of fools, the Mouse Hunt would be a much better version of this movie than Bean was. I would suggest uh, nothing that has to do with Rowan Atkinson, but because there were several actors from Ghostbusters 2, I suggest Ghostbusters 2. I also suggest uh, the Burt Reynolds uh, movie, Boogie Nights. That's quite the film. That's quite the film. (laughs) So those are my suggestions. Mr. Bean's got you, Boogie Nights. (laughs) How about you, Brett? Um, the two movies that I thought came close to this regarding physical comedy and just being stupid and dumb are Encino Man, um, and The Mask. Oh, I almost picked The Mask, but I felt like he wasn't enough of a fool. Mm. I was like, because he's the character Jim Carrey plays, you know, he's, he's not, he's a regular guy. The regular guy, but The Mask is... He's oh, he's such a fool. And we would have had so much more fun watching that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would love to have to watch The Mask. But this, listen, this is not waste time. This is just time well wasted. Oh. A little bit that's of Socrates, good. Brent. Yeah, I just made it up on the spot. You're like, that's that was some Zen shit, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it got 28.2 on our scale. But, man, it made me realize how good Rowan Atkins is. And how shit everybody else was. Yeah, I don't think this is necessarily his fault. Like, I just think that it's sad that this has been his most popular character. I think he's a great comedian. I'm sure of it. I love his voice. What a great voice he has. (laughs) Uh, The man was asked to go in and play Mr. Bean for an hour and 40 minutes, and he nailed it. That's true. So... Um, we have one more, we have one more choice from us this month. Um, and that's Brent's It's my turn. So with the theme of April Fool's, I was thinking, and I went many different directions and I've decided to pick, um, a movie, a Will Ferrell movie. And it's, it was considered a, a flop. But it's one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. It's The Land of the Lost. Ooh. Okay. Have you guys seen it? I no. think I saw this when it first came out, but I remember almost nothing about it. Because it's blended it's blended with like journey to the center of the earth. There's like eight movies that ha- that are like this that so I'm excited to remember which one this the is. The main character, uh, the doctor that played by Will Ferrell is a fool. And he fits the, the the criteria, and there's a lot of sneaky good parts. Danny McBride is in it, playing his role that he plays in every movie. Oh, I'm gonna love and it! I'm gonna love it. I feel like it's a sneaky movie that no one gives a chance because it's so silly. But I feel like it's right up your guy's alley, Thank and you. we're all gonna love I, it. I wouldn't have that wasn't even on my radar, so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. So I guess that's going to do it for this week's episode. I think all that's left to do is say goodnight, Kate. Good night, Kate. Good night, Kate. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you the Tachyon Amplifier. An invention so groundbreaking, there's no telling what we may discover with it. A distant past, a far future, an entirely new dimension. All right. So, any questions? 
Oh, great. Uh, is it true if you cough and sneeze and burp all at the same time while holding your eyes open, you'll explode? Why are your legs so scared? My dad's car costs more than your whole life. Do you even own a home? How come you were crying in the bathroom before this presentation? Get out. Everybody out. Go play in the parking lot. Al Gore says this theory of yours, time warps. It's nonsense. Al Gore is just a glory hound running his mouth. He won, yep, yep, he yep, won yep, yep. the Nobel Prize. You finished the time machine. All right, Holly. We'll start with taking some seismic readings inside the mouth of the cave. Something's happening. It's beautiful. Ah! You realize what this means? Yes. Matt Lauer can suck it. And space. It's like a cosmic lost and found. A virtual land of the lost. Holly. Chaka. Chaka. No. Holly. Chaka. Will. What the hell? No immediate danger. I repeat, no immediate danger. Will you stop that? Please. You are freaking me out. Create some momentum. Let's swing over to that tree. T-Rex, definitely in predator mode. Why are you wearing high heels? They're not high heels, they're my floor shine zipper boots. If we have to be left out of the night, we're gonna die out here. It's okay, you can't cross. Not what you'd call an athlete. The bumbling, fumbling idiot of the dinosaur world. to do that since I first met you. You mean we could have been doing this the whole time? Ah! Ah! Mm. weak. Really bushwhacked. Oh, I got it. Sleepy. Ah! He's incapable of rapid course correction. Try running a serpentine pattern. Serpentine! No! Serpentine! Just give me one second. I'm just going to pee right quick. I'm stuck. Oh, I'm stuck. Will you, Brett, will you pee through the flap? <laughs> Pr- pee down or through the flap, Brett, if you can still hear. <laughs> Brett, if you can still hear us, pee through the flap. <laughs>